Well, hello there, everyone in podcast land. Welcome to my very first episode. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Matthew. So I just wanted to create a platform where I could discuss and share my personal journey and also talk about topics and issues that come up in all of our lives. Things like current events and even rants. Sometimes they will be heavy issues and other times not so much. Now I have a big mouth, so I figure it's high time to put it to good use. I just love sharing my opinions with others and creating a dialogue where we can all grow and learn together. I love hearing other people's perspectives on things. So with that, I really should start off by opening up about who I am and where I'm coming from, so to speak. So I guess the logical place to start is my childhood. Now, I grew up as an only child. My parents were very loving and kind souls who loved me dearly. However, they were both deeply flawed people. They were both severe alcoholics. And growing up in a home like that, there was, it was very challenging, as you can imagine. I often felt alone, not to mention feeling like the only adult in the family. When my parents drank, they would often fight with each other. Things got very tense a lot of the time. I would handle it by retreating to my bedroom. It was literally my safe place from the world. I would engage in video games, music, and TV. Now, I would also spend a lot of time at my friends' houses. Many times I hated being around my parents when they drank. They turned into totally different people. It was very embarrassing for me to admit that they were my parents to any outsiders. I was ashamed of them. I just hated whenever one of my friends were around them. They saw what I had to deal with and it was just embarrassing. Oftentimes, I lost friends because naturally their parents didn't want their kids around all the drinking. I didn't know what to expect with them. Things could get very volatile. I became very anxious as a kid. I developed severe anxiety. Now, they never abused me physically, but it definitely took a toll on me mentally. It's such a shame, too. Like I said, underneath it all, they were such great people. Sadly, they never knew how to overcome their demons. Truth be told, they really shouldn't have had any kids. Obviously, I'm glad that they did, but they were just too unstable to raise a child. Now, that said, that's not to say I didn't love them and we didn't have any good times together. There are many memories I have of them where things were, weren't so bad. I'm at a place now that whenever I look back on my childhood, I only choose to remember the good times with them. They did the best they could. Sadly, they're both gone now. I do think of them often. But in a way, I'm not sorry they're gone. There was so much turmoil in that household. My whole life was eclipsed by them. I really didn't have my own identity. Everything was always about them, their issues and addictions. It really wasn't until after they passed away I came into my own. After my dad died, who was the last to go, it was the first time in my life I felt free. Now I could live my life and discover who I was and figure out what I wanted out of life. With them gone, and also deciding to come out in 2005, I became a whole new person. As a child, I was often quiet and insecure, very shy and withdrawn from the world. 
But however, in the last 16 years, I literally came out of my shell. I don't even identify with the person I once was. To me, that Matthew died with his parents. Now I even look at pictures of myself way back when, and I feel nothing. No emotional attachment. It's like he is a totally different person. He simply doesn't exist anymore. I love who I am today. I wouldn't change a thing, not even losing my parents. But my parents' struggle, it wasn't the only thing I had to deal with. When I was around eight, I was diagnosed with ADHD and what was then called a learning disability. Today, it's called dyspraxia. Now, I guess I should include an official definition of what it actually is. Now, dyspraxia is also known as developmental coordination disorder. It's a common disorder that affects movement and coordination. Dyspraxia does not affect your intelligence. It can affect your coordination skills, such as tasks requiring balance, playing sports, or learning to drive a car. Dyspraxia can also affect your fine motor skills, such as writing or using small objects. Now, symptoms of it include abnormal posture, balance and movement issues, or gait abnormalities, poor hand-eye coordination, fatigue, trouble learning new skills, organization and planning problems, difficulty writing or using a keyboard, having a hard time with grooming and household chores, social awkwardness or lack of confidence, poor memory, issues with speech and language, etc., etc. Now, believe me, it's not easy dealing with on a daily basis. Every day, for me, it's a fight. Things that come easily for others can be very challenging for me. It takes me longer to do quite a lot of things. But I think the actual worst aspect to my condition is that it's had such a devastating effect on me mentally. I have had several nervous breakdowns over the years because of it. The absolute worst time in my life was five years ago. I was severely depressed to the point I was bedridden for five months. I didn't eat or sleep. I lost over 85 pounds and I ended up in the hospital. I was so sick and I almost died. It was the darkest time of my life. I thought my life was over and I didn't want to go on. However, luckily, I had the support of my husband who was literally my rock. He has always been by my side during my whole journey. He is my soulmate in every sense of the word. Because of his support, as well as my family and friends, I fought my, my way back. I was put on the right medications and went to counseling. Today, I still have my struggles. Some days are better than others. I have learned ways to adapt to my condition. Dyspraxics are fighters. We are truly stronger because we've had to be. We've had so many barriers and hurdles to overcome. For me, I choose to look at the positive in every situation. I'm thankful for the issues because it's humbled me. I don't take anything for granted. Every day is a gift. I also have so much compassion and empathy for anyone who struggles in life. We all have to face something in our lives. None of us leave this world unscathed. So I have to come, so I have come to accept myself for all that I am and have embraced all my flaws because in the end it's made me the person who I am today. For the first time in my life, I can truly say I am whole. I am blessed with a great husband and a beautiful family and amazing friends around me. 
I can't ask for anything more. So now I just want to inspire others, give hope and encouragement to people who struggle in life. I truly believe that's why I was put on this earth. So that's just a little insight into who I am. Now on to discuss other things. It can't always be about me, can it? Anyway, stay safe, everyone. Sending big hugs and uh, talk soon. Bye. Good day, everyone. I hope you are all doing well. So today I want to touch on an issue I find somewhat troubling. So recently, my husband and I were the target of cyberbullying. An anonymous person sent us rather nasty messages. They called us poor, ugly, and fat. Now they went on to say that nobody in the gay community in Barrie like us and that we are losers. Now this isn't the first time we've been targeted, and it probably won't be the last either. Now it's interesting to point out that they called us those select words. Those words are often used amongst gay men to attack other gay men. They know to use those words because they know they will really hurt and bother them. Gay males often tend to be very self-conscious about their weight, looks, and financial status. This person was obviously trying to make us feel bad about ourselves and make us feel like we're nothing. Little do they know, all it did was make us laugh. The person obviously is a very sad and miserable person. I feel sorry for them. To go out of their way to attack others is so pathetic. We just brush these things off. I told a friend about it and we were discussing how this is very common in the gay community, particularly amongst the males. Looking back on my own experiences with other gay men, I've seen and observed so much dysfunctional behavior. What bothered me the most is how superficial and shallow many gay men really are. I remember when I first came out, I would frequent the gay clubs, and I got to know many of them. I was disturbed by how fake most of them were. I often thought to myself, is anyone real here? So many people tended to put on an act around each other. There was this perceived notion that you had to meet certain requirements to be able to be accepted by other gay men. You had to be good looking. You had to be in shape. You had to dress well. Now spend all your money on those brand names, guys. You had to have money and status. And finally, you had to put out. If you failed to do these things, oftentimes you were looked down upon, almost deemed irrelevant or ungay. I saw so many guys go overboard to live up to that stereotype that was set within the community. They would almost do anything to be accepted. I remember this guy who was very self-conscious about his weight. He was a large individual. He felt he needed to go around the bar and buy everyone drinks in order to get them all to like him. That was the only way he seemed to get any attention from any of them. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been noticed by anyone. He would have been deemed invincible. There were so many insecure guys taking drastic measures in order to fit in. Eating disorders, drug abuse, alcoholism run rampant amongst the men. There was so much self-loathing. But what disturbed me the most was how the men would treat each other. 
It almost seemed that many of them were in a competition with one another. It was like they saw it as a popularity contest. I've often heard the term only gay in the village used. In my mind, that describes it perfectly. So many of them want to be the most liked. They want all the attention focused on them. They want all the guys to find them the most attractive and funniest and best dress, etc., etc. They can't stand it if anyone is getting more attention than they are. I've seen this up close many times. If a guy was threatened by another guy's popularity, they would often take great lengths to try and bring them down. They would spread lies and negative gossip about them. They could be very bitchy and catty at times with one another. You often see them only being friends with women. Many gay males are unable to have serious and profound relationships with other gay men. They tend to be more superficial. I find only as we mature, we tend to evolve out of this toxic behavior somewhat. It still exists to a certain degree, but it's more subtle. But back to when I first entered the community, I really resisted on becoming like the stereotypical gay male. But as I became further entrenched in it, I began to see I became one of them. It was a slow progression. I felt insecure most of the time at first. I didn't feel like I belonged. I was very shy and withdrawn. The more I met people, especially men, I realized you had to be a certain way in order to fit in. I subconsciously started dressing a certain way. I would often spend money I didn't have on getting all the right clothes. I would spend more time getting in shape and eating less. I did not want to gain any weight. I was obsessive about it. Body image is everything. Even if you were slightly overweight, you were deemed fat by many of them. I wanted to be like so much, I did whatever it took to gain attention and acceptance, oftentimes going against my own values and beliefs. I truly became a different person, a person I really didn't like. I was often snotty and rude to people that were not well-liked or popular. I wouldn't give them the time of day. I saw others do it, so I felt that's just the way you were supposed to be. The scary part was, at the time, I didn't even feel bad about it. I know I treated people badly along the way. I hurt people. But what I feel most ashamed of was how I treated one guy I met. I'll call him David. He was a very kind soul. He really had so much going for him. He was very well-rounded and had a good head on his shoulders. There was literally nothing wrong with them. He really cared about me. So much so, he gave up a very lucrative job opportunity so we could be together. He had just completed university and his dream was to teach. It was his life's passion. I was really torn inside at the time. On one hand, I really loved him and wanted to build a life with him. He represented all the qualities I truly believed in deep down underneath all the exterior crap. But by this time, I was also caught up in partying and engaging in all my shallow ways. I was having fun in my mind. I wanted to have it all, a quiet, stable life as well as my other lifestyle. Now, he wasn't into the scene at all. And I hate to say I totally led him on. I convinced him that if, if he gave up his job opportunity to be with me, we could build a life together. However, 
I kept going out and partying with other guys and I realized I was having way too much fun to settle down. I secretly entered into a new relationship. I knew it was just casual, but it was new and exciting and he was a bad boy. And in the end, I had to end my relationship with David. I told him the truth, that even though I really loved being with him, I wasn't ready to settle down. I broke his heart. He gave up so much for me. But I was just too fickle and all over the place. I was making poor decisions everywhere. But I regret terribly for hurting David. I bumped into him a year later and I could still see he was hurt. Looking back today, I'm disgusted by the way I was. For a solid two years after I came out, I was this way. What changed for me was when I met some new friends. These individuals were different from the rest. They were down to earth and very non-judgmental people. They didn't buy into the scene. I was very happy to finally be able to meet people who weren't shallow and superficial. More and more, being around them changed me. I began to build new kinds of friendships, ones that were real. They were whole. We got to know each other on a, a much deeper level. We would share and discuss our feelings as well as having so many fun times together. I accepted them for who they were inside and they accepted me for who I was, flaws and all. But the biggest change for me was when I mentioned before when I met my husband Ron. In many ways, he is a complete opposite to me. He is a completely humble and kind soul. He doesn't have an ounce of pretension and is not superficial in any way. He doesn't care what anyone thinks of him. He loves himself completely. He has taught me so much about life and love. He has opened my eyes. I have learned to love myself more, to stay humble and try not to get caught up in the superficial crap. So today I try my best to live a life with less judgment. I still catch myself slipping into the old habits from time to time. I'm not perfect. I'm only human. But the difference is I correct myself more. Also, my health issues keep me grounded. But I have to wonder when certain people go out of their way to attack Ron and myself. Maybe it's because we don't play the game, so to speak. It's hard to say. By and large, we stay away from the scene now. We, not, we want no part of it. Like I said, the gays are often all about their own vanity. And what they have and who they know tends to take center stage. Ron and I don't engage in superficial relationships at all. It's just too fake. And they have no depth. Very surface level. Not the kind of connections we want to have with people. Now... The reason I want to come forward and share all this is because I know I'm not the only one that has experienced what I have. It's far too common. I've talked to many people with similar stories. It's important for us within the community to talk and share with each other. There's so much negative energy. The gay lifestyle can be very detrimental to one's soul. I only hope we evolve out of this toxic behavior. We need to love and accept one another more. Let's try and stop tearing one another down. We get enough hate from the outside world. We can be better. So in conclusion, focus more on making yourself happy inside. Focus less on what other people think of you or how they see you. Wear what you want. Eat the foods you love. Gain a little weight. 
Just be happy and forget about the rest. I know this is very hard to do, especially with the whole weight issue. Until very recently, I focused on weight far too much. So much so, I gave up on all the foods I love. I got to the point where I said, piss on that. I'm eating, I'm eating whatever the hell I want, damn it. Life's too short. If people don't like it, they can piss off. So with that said, that's just me today. I hope you're all doing well. Stay safe and love each other more. Peace out.